Hey everyone, guess what? This episode we had, that's right, sound issues again. So if you really want to get the most out of this week's episode, we suggest that you plug us in directly to your ear holes via your headphones and listen that way. It's a good chat with Andrew Seamark, so don't miss it. Let's get into it. Boy, it's like a hermit crap. <laughs> good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm a guy with a camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. Recording. <laughs> Hello. Speak. Good evening. Hi, Albert. How are you? I'm the same as I was two and a half days ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Making me do another podcast. Short turnaround. Yeah, I know. So, how's your two and a half days been? Uh, pretty good. Went to Malalu, which was glorious. The beach there, Malalu oh, okay. Point. Went there, Dominica. She went for a surf, or actually a bodyboard for the first time She oh, since, since she broke her leg um, surfing. So do you know what Malalu was about two years ago? She mm. broke her ankle, actually. Yeah. Um, fell off the surfboard. So now I try to get her back in the water, and I said, why not sort of start at the basics again? And yeah. um, hopped on the bodyboard, caught a, bit, caught a few waves in the whitewash, I grabbed the board afterwards and went out and caught a few waves before the old Achilles oh, started really? um, hurting. And then even my tricep was hurting. It was like, oh, no. I'm officially old. Yeah, that's, that's no good, Albert. Uh, is this the first time D-Bomb's bodyboarded? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Well, I looked after the little one at the beach. Oh. And while she had a bit of a, a splash and caught a few little waves, which was nice. Yep. Um, the water was so clear there. It was, it was so beautiful. The weather now oh. is, for this week anyway, it's so beautiful. The sun is warm, high 20s, lovely. And we're stuck in the office. Yeah, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else than looking out the window. I actually had a CPR course this morning, oh, a refresher. You? Yeah. Yeah. So basically so a doctor. Learn? What did you learn? CPR. Anything that you didn't know? No. So oh, if I was to fall on the ground now, how many, how many rescue breaths would you I'd give me? I'd probably just leave you there and yeah, walk okay. away and pretend I didn't see it. Fair enough. It's a hard thing to do if you see somebody on the ground, then whether or not you can step up and render first aid yeah because you have to be composed don't you mm-hmm. as well so yeah. i did it a year ago it was actually a full a full day so it was cpr or maybe it was even two days so cpr also learned about snake bites and so it was full first aid yeah and yeah. today was just a refresher for cpr yeah um, so uh, that was yeah it was good i think that's the easiest part to remember about first aid is the cpr yeah uh everything else is you forget about it because like right now if i said someone was having a stroke would you know the first aid to rent that person yeah what, what is it <laughs> <laughs> well i don't want to talk about it because you have to show it more from a visual point yeah. of view and that, that'll bore our two listeners so um i know what to do as of today because i did the course oh so, oh, so it wasn't just cpr it was like a first aid oh, well, refresher first aid you'd have to put them in you check if they're breathing if they well first you check um for danger around them then you check if the airways are free you'd see if they're breathing and when do you put the finger in the bum? That... <laughs> that's if they're not breathing. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and that should that should do the trick. That, that usually gets all the fakers awake. One digit, and mm-hmm. yeah, then you put them in the recovery position and just monitor their breathing. So a stroke, yeah. There's a really yes. good app just for anybody listening. The first responder one yes. from um, St John's. Yeah, exactly. Which is excellent. So I encourage everybody to have that on their phone because it will tell you what to do in the case of an emergency. Thank you, sensible Ben. Yeah, that's quite okay. Now time to get silly. So how was your um, the last two and a half days? 
Uh, so I spent a day editing a podcast. That was good. <laughs> uh, looking forward to the weekend because I thought uh, coming off five days of not being at work and then back at work, it's no good, eh? Like this work <laughs> stuff is really getting old. <laughs> really getting old. Pays the bills. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's a, that's a, a requirement. I listened to... The Austrian serial killer. Yeah. Now, was it a whole podcast or just one episode of a podcast? I can't remember. Because I listened, I found one that was one episode of the podcast. I sent you the link. Yeah, I must have uh, paid as much attention to that as I did when you well, said it's my week to buy the beers. <laughs> because <laughs> so talking about, beers, talking about beers, what beer do we have in front of us, Ben? One that I had in my fridge because I completely mistook what you said last week or two days ago that it was my turn to buy the beers. And I thought it was my turn to buy the blend. So I rushed out to the shops after work. Got super excited because I found a blend mix that I've been looking forward to for ages. Purchased that and then you rock up and you've got your milk saying, oh yeah, it's my week to do the blend. So we've just got single fin for this week, which is good. It's from episode one. But we didn't do a proper review last time. So now we're going to have yeah, to now we're do, not gonna do it again. We're not going to do a proper review. review. So it's a summer ale, yeah. single fin from Gage Roads. They're located in... Fremantle? Close to Frio. Yeah, they've got their new brewery there or restaurant mm. as well. Because Gage Roads is the... Palmyra. Is Gage Rose the channel, the body of water between um, Fremantle and Ronest? I believe so, yeah. Yes. So this summer ale, I think everyone is pretty familiar with this beer. It is, it's got Galaxy Hops and Enigma Hops. And it's, it has, oh, yeah. has, has a bit of a tropical sort of smell. Um, IBU, I'm not sure, but I would guess it's probably about 20. Yeah. On it's the bitterness of the, scale. One of those beers that has a little bit going on. Yeah. But not too much. Not too much. Which is great. Anyway, Viva. Viva. Cheers. I'm not even going to pretend to analyse it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Because once it touches your lips. It's so good. It's so magical. Yeah. This and Eagle Bay. Kolsch. Oh. Do I have a beer for you next week? Come at me in an aggressive manner. I'm going to Eagle Bay actually on Friday. Oh, because D-Bomb's mum's back again. Yep, exactly. Yep. So going to Eagle Bay... Got a nice lunch there sorted for the Friday. Mm-hmm. Then going to do some winery tours on the Saturday. Go and visit a few. So you and Domenica's mum just get drunk while Domenica does the driving? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, my mum's coming as well. Oh, okay. Nice. So, so just you and the ladies? Yeah. Wow. Yep, exactly. Wow. I will take the board as well just in case because I missed out mm-hmm. on that, the little supposedly surf trip I took two weeks ago with Adrian and... His little family, so we yep. missed out on waves there. So okay. fingers crossed, maybe I can get a wave or two. Sweet, it's very exciting. So what are we now? Seven twenty. I wanted to ask you about metaverse. Mm. We've heard a lot about it. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, but what do you know about metaverse, and do you think it's something that you're going to get involved in more? I don't think we have a choice. Because you're, you're the type of person who would like to escape his reality, right, Ben? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, no, Albert. Have I hit a nerve there? Mm. <laughs> little bit. No, not really. Uh, I was doing some research. So some massive players in this whole metaverse thing. Apple, mm. um, Facebook, obviously, was rebounded to Meta. Yep. Lots of money being spent. Microsoft is in, involved. They spent uh, $70 billion acquiring a couple of gaming companies in NVIDIA, yeah. I think. So the metaverse is basically what well, it's like, or not augmented reality, sort of like a virtual reality thing, right? Where you yep. putting yourself into an avatar, into a different mm-hmm. surrounding, uh, like a like a room or something like that, or a, 
area. I don't like it too much <laughs> because... Do you remember... So it sort of reminds me... Have you seen that movie Ready Player One? No. If you watch Ready Player One, this is a very similar concept. Where you, it's almost, I guess, not like the Matrix, but you plug yourself into a virtual reality and everyone has their... They go to these different areas, game levels or whatever, and you've got your avatar so you can just live out your alternate life, I guess. But that's one, one application for it, I can see. And then there's other things where it can be utilized for business where you have virtual meetings. And yeah, like exactly. That. So, which I know, I don't know, I don't like WebEx already. So if we're already increasing this, it's, I don't know, it's just, I think there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong, especially can be abused as well with people gaslighting and things like that. Yeah. Catfishing, sorry, not gaslighting. There's so many different ones as well. I didn't know that metaverse was actually a term for more or less virtual worlds. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about ones that belong to blockchain. So I don't understand that massively, but they're not owned by a big corporation. Yeah. And they're actually the ones that are doing better at this stage. There's one called Sandbox. But I still think it's sort of the start of something that's going to become more and more exciting and interesting. I just feel at the moment it's not immersive enough. Like that's virtual reality, it's sort of you put on a headset, you see you've got sound, you've got sight, but you're missing the feedback, the physical, the, the feel, the touch, yeah. the temperature, the wind, mm-hmm. the smells. And I think until we get to that point, it's a little bit interesting, but I'd rather just be outside and enjoy the natural yeah. elements. But I think like come, say, 2040, 2050, we'll start yeah. having those chips and we'll be able to be in a chair and then you'll go to sleep and then you'll wake up. Sort of your dreams will be your, almost your Would Have your you ever life. thought, have you ever wondered if we're actually in a dream now and we're actually in someone else's dream and when we go to sleep, that's that person is awake? <laughs> then I'd have this weird, I suppose, <laughs> this would be the weirdest, most random person. Yeah. Of all time. It's almost leading into uh, simulation theory, this mm. metaverse stuff as well, I guess. Are we real or are we just a simulation? Yeah. And I think we're a simulation. <laughs> Do you think? Well, one of the things we're going to talk about creates my go. It's going to come up. I'll, I'll bring it up about surely we're in a simulation because some things just don't add up. Other <laughs> anyway. So I reckon we give our next guest a call because it's going to take us five minutes to sort out connecting to your speaker. Uh, particularly my phone. Mm. So are you happy to give our next or our guest a call? Let's do it. Uh, how are we doing this? Over video or just voice? Um, just voice, I think. So our next guest is Andrew Seamark, who's a photographer from Margaret River region, very well known for his ocean photography. He loves to surf, he loves to travel, so he's going to be a really interesting guy to talk to. Indeed, yeah. Hey, mate, how's it going? It's Albert and Ben here. Hi Andrew, how are you? Yeah, we're just um, having a few beers, talking about the week. I'm heading down to Dunsborough or to Eagle Bay on the Friday with the family again, so looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm hoping so. She's been, <laughs> she's actually been a real handful the last two days. Um, <laughs> It's like we did a pod, we did the podcast on the weekend, and um, Ben just goes, "You look tired, and and you look old." <laughs> oh, that's so rough. <laughs> I don't want to lie to him. Oh, I just feel like I think I, I said to you last week: the first five months, 
when I look in the mirror now, I, I sort of I'm shocked by how I look. <laughs> it's like fully grey on the side, um, just wrinkles all around. But yeah, hopefully the the stress will will go away and the baby will sleep a little bit more. It goes um, so fast, yeah, eh? It goes so fast. And we were like, before we had the first kid, we were thinking, oh, yeah, two kids will be good. Sort of that's a good number. That'll Two will keep them, you know, entertained instead of a single child. And then um, after the first one, I remember, like, after about a week and a half, I just looked at my partner and said, I think maybe we're good with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get to, like, uh, I remember when, we had my daughter, she had her hair, but she was like, baby, this baby, I know, like, and then you kind of get to the end of me, like, oh, she's a gay man, too. I remember me and my wife, like, kind of going, yeah, all right, we'll give it a run, we'll see how it goes, but we're definitely going to be but they, um, yeah, it's the most rewarding and technically the world, for sure. Yeah, it is, it is a sort of, um, I look at people differently now who have got two kids or three kids. I just think, wow, like, well done. What have you done? Kids, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people that have like three or four, like, you must be something wrong with you. Like, it's actually not going to write it. But um, they, they get through it, so it doesn't Yeah, no, it's, it's good, and you're right, it is very rewarding, and they, um, they grow up so fast. I like now. I understand that term. Yeah. They grow up so fast. So they do. They just do. Thanks heaps for joining us on the podcast. Um, I've been a big fan of your work for for a while now. So um, really stoked to be able to have you on and, and chat about um, some of the stuff you've done, particularly your photography. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Um, so I like to talk to you, and obviously. Yeah, you too. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with the ocean at the moment. <laughs> I took a bit of a yeah. I took a bit of a pounding the other week. Um, Albert thinks I'm too rattled to go back, but I've just been busy. So, but. <laughs> Yeah, the ocean definitely has a flow putting you in your place pretty quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it does. It does remind you. Um, it's beautiful, but it can be a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with your photography, it's probably a question you've got a lot, but um, do you know, how did you get into it? Well, well it all st- I used to um, originally on... Um, Used to shoot landscape. I used to love shooting landscape photos. Um, but luckily, I mean, I grew up along uh, the West Australian coastline, and my dad was a mad team fisher. So I was um, every waking moment with he was taking me out of the boat and we'd go fishing in all these wild sorts of conditions. And then they also had this whole film camera that I used to just I'd pick up as much as I could and just shoot film photos, and I always loved it. And um, grew up then surfing, like going from fishing to kind of into the surfing side of things where the surfing just took over everything. I was hooked straight away. 
Um, and then it was like kind of like a natural merging of the two. My love for shooting landscape photos and my love for the ocean that eventually it just kind of intertwined. And I remember I was I was actually in, in Perth. I was working in Perth, and I bought my first housing from Aquatech and um, just got a, like an old Sony camera. And I remember just shooting. I remember just thinking, oh, I'm just going to go down to like Scarborough and just shoot because the surf is so bad. That's kind of where it all started within Scarborough. But luckily enough, I, I mean, growing up down here in the South West, you know, pretty accustomed to um, pretty like heavier, oh, not heavier, like pretty um, open ocean, uh, yeah. quickly. And so. Um, yeah, that's where it all began. And then I did a trip to New Zealand with my parents where I was shooting landscape photos and film camera, and that's kind of the photography side of things started off. Um, but then, yes, slowly merged it into bringing it into the ocean, which I, I loved, loved doing. Is the, um, is the film stuff completely dead? Uh, do you still use that at all, or are you just strictly digital? No, I've still got my parents' film camera. Like, they gave it to me actually not long ago because I was still using it. And I was like, eventually, like, you can just keep hold of it. But <laughs> I've still got it there and I still yep. love shooting film. Um, I definitely don't do it as much now as I should. But I'm pretty glad I started that way because film really um, teaches you the value of every single image you take because it used to cost you so much money back mm. then. Yeah. Um, so it's an art form that I actually really like to revisit in a big way. Yeah, I think people these days forget about the whole film days where I remember this would have been 20 years ago I was in Europe travelling around and I had a film and like literally the first film just had a, a had my thumb in the corner for about oh, yeah. 24 four out of the 36 photos and sort of people people forget those things these days. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, we, I remember, this is probably a bit slightly inappropriate, but I remember levers, um, my levers, we, um, we had gill cameras there, like there was a girl there who had a gill camera, and she went and got it developed, and one of the guys had got a hold of it, and it was pretty much just 24 photos of his balls. So every lady, she had to go and develop, you know, like you'd have to go in mm, to yeah. a shop and say, hey, can you develop this? And, and you'd probably be getting a pretty um, interesting look from the guy and develop 24 images of someone else's balls. Probably wasn't that uncommon, I reckon. I reckon they're probably used to it. The old school unsolicited dick pic. With... Uh, with your wave photography, um, some of the, I guess, my favourite photos of are the ones you've captured of the right down south. Yep. Um, do you remember when you first saw that wave and how you felt seeing such a, like a powerful wave? Oh, it's funny because I, I didn't even realise until not long ago, oh, it was a bit of a while ago that I realised that I spent a lot of my childhood down on that south coast because um, my dad used to go down there all the time. And we just spent a lot of our childhood down there, not really realizing what was out in the ocean there. And so I've got like my dad's got these old bones of fish that he's been spearing um, off the bombing that are down there, and then turned out it was these waves. But now I go back and read the book and shoot the ride. So I remember, I still remember the first day when we saw the ride, 
it was a little slow, but I still just remember being absolutely like speechless. I just couldn't believe, like, you, you, you can see rural parallel on the west coast here often, but then when you get out into these spots and you, you're like, oh my God, like, this is a whole new level. And I just, and the main thing that really stood out for me was the sound. But I didn't, like, I'd never experienced anything like that before. It's like the whole ocean coming alive and imploding on this small little stretch of reef, but the sound from it was just, it was like deafening, and you can feel like you can feel that energy in the ocean. So I remember the first time, and that's when it kind of um, the real passion for chasing these large ocean swells is where it started. Yeah, I can imagine um, <laughs> that wave. I think I saw it on one of the tensions. I think those guys were some of the first guys to ride it. Yeah, so like um, Bill Galliak, it's White, yeah. Brad Hughes, Chad, and all those guys that they pioneered, pioneered that stretch of the coastline. Um, the bodyboarders, even the tension, that was just like, and what they achieved. I was actually, I got to hang with one of my oldest inspirations. I'm not my old, one of my biggest inspirations, Mike Maxton on the weekend, and he used to shoot. Or a lot of those sessions down there, and so we got to hang and shoot together, and we were down on that south coast just thinking, like, and that was, you know, 15 years ago where these guys were risking so, like, it, like I'm pretty prepared now that these guys, like, when they first told me that, it's it pretty incredible to, to think about what they would have had to go through to discover that kind of stretch of coastline. Yeah, I know it's that's ridiculous. I remember hearing some story about Ryan Hardy. He actually paddled out there um, and didn't, yeah, just paddled, I think, 10, 12 foot bombs out there. It's <laughs> just, just ridiculous. Yeah, Max told me, I think it was pretty sure it was one that Max told me that this one day they were there and they were shooting, and I think Charlie, Brad, and maybe a couple of others there, they were tying them. Heidi just like paddled off the shore. Paddled out, scooped into like a couple of crazy ones, and then just was like, all right, there, and just like paddled in. I was like, oh, mate, that's just <laughs> a whole new level of play. I, I just could not imagine. It's crazy. And um, you've surfed it as well. Is that right? Ah, uh, yeah, if you can call it surfing. The first time I surfed it, I actually tried to shoot a double angle with a guy called Jay Hudley. He um, surfed that way really, really well. And I figured if I was going to do it, I'd like to take Friday a little bit. I know I was so grossly underprepared that I got probably the worst wipeout I've ever had out there. Um, yeah, so the first time I did that, I got absolutely um, rowdy dolls. And then I surfed it since just a couple of small ones. I haven't had like a, like a proper one yet, but I, I have given it a dig without camera. It's probably a better idea. Yeah, <laughs> with the camera, that would have just been you're concentrating on the camera, trying to get good shots, and then that waves obviously can be a little bit mutiny. Um, for Jesus, just the size of those waves, and I've seen some of the photos, it just it blows my mind how much water is there, right? Yeah, considering when we're here in Perth at Scarborough, where we're getting dumped by a two foot yeah. wave, we just we can't imagine <laughs> what it's like down there. And there's no reef. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really, like, I, to be honest, it was really, really, it was 
probably a port, it was definitely a port toy. And I was just like, oh, I'll get the craft in. I remember, like, as I was with Jake and Henry, and Henry was probably, and we got a couple of small ones, and I remember just holding my tongue and didn't really get anything decent, and a decent would come through. And this remember Jake yelling, like, screaming, like, go, 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 go. Um, and I let go of the road, and I remember just falling at the worst possible. Like, I fell at the top in the worst position, and I'm like, oh, dear, that is not good. And I remember sliding kind of on my back, and I just put my camera, kind of wrapped my camera into my chest, and I went top to bottom, and um, it was pretty solid. And I just remember free falling, what felt like forever. <laughs> like, oh my God, like, like going through it a little bit, just like, oh, I'm going to die. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't the first bit as well. Man, it, it just how violent it was. Uh, it just blew me apart. Like, I had limbs going in every sort of direction, just thinking, oh, this is my turn back to the like, <laughs> I think it gave me a new, um, definitely gave me a new respect for the guys that do it consistently. And, like, if you're getting consistent, they go down there, oh my God, like, how do I feel? So hectic. Did you when you when they spoke about you know you getting towed in, were you hesitant at all at the start, or were you like, no, nah, cool, let's um let's have let's have a crack? Well, it's a really slow kind. It, it turned out it was like a day like I'd been shooting all morning from the ski, and it was like one of these rare blue days down there, and the sun was out. It was perfect option in. And it was like flowing right down, and, and that's when the boy, like they knew I wanted to do it, and it was one of those days that you could just, you could give it a nudge. Um, probably would have been better if I just, I was just maybe telling it to us, but I was like, oh yeah, let's, the boy's like, oh, you want to have a go? I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I loaded it up and thought I'd give it a go, and I remember, um, not, I wasn't too happy, I was scared, like I was, like, you can feel, I was pretty fearful, but I, I definitely knew I was in, uh, I had my comfort zone for sure. And so, a couple of small ones, we got just obviously didn't do anything. And then, obviously, the one that came through that we did get was just like this random kind of big one. And it just found me. I remember, I'm pretty sure I blew both media guns because I had blood carrier over my ears, blood carrier over my nose, I was down for ages. But, the boy like picked me up and I remember the look on Henry's face as he got me on the ski, like, oh look, he's like, you don't look too good. And I, I was bleeding out of my nose. Like I've never had one nose in my life. And it was good. It was yeah, so I had done some damage but then the afternoon was like cooking, probably the best afternoon I've ever seen out there. So I got back in the water and shot that whole afternoon. Um and yeah, my I just remember trying to swim through layers of those shooting and it would hurt so much just swimming through waves because my ears were aching the whole time of the day. That night, yeah, I was definitely pretty pretty based that night for sure. God. And um when you sort of when you're lining up these big swells and you know it's gonna be a pumping swell and um do you so how do you prepare yourself for when you go out and obviously you've got some surfers and bodyboarders and whoever they're riding the waves? I guess there's a high chance that someone's going to get maybe hurt because some of these waves they're so they're so brutal. How do you prepare for that? 
mischief you've done to yourself? Um, for me, a lot of times it's copying a housing. Like when I shoot, I've got the housing in the head a few times. It's you know, <laughs> um, yeah, the first few drums and I mean, uh, new, new drownings and a <laughs> um, couple of little incidents with um, some sea critters, but nothing too heavy. <laughs> but um, to be honest, um, I've come away relatively unscathed. Yeah, you uh, you mentioned a, a good word there, sea critters. Um, I guess you're alluding to our mermaids, our um, yeah, mermaids, or, or maybe some sharks. Yeah, yeah, we know they're there. Um, part of what we do, um, yeah, It's same, like I know they're out there and when I go out, it almost, you just forget about them. Like when I'm in the water, I don't even think about that there's a possibility maybe there's a really a large shark around or anything. It's just like sometimes I think about it driving there or I'll check the, the shark smart app. But yeah. then when I'm in the water, there's no fear for some reason. Do you have that as well? Yeah, I don't. Um, I suppose you could um, shoot the waves at the elements that are already there can do enough damage. So it's like you've got to really like zone into uh, if you're swimming and shooting, like you, you need to be aware of your surroundings already because there's plenty enough there that will do some damage, let alone thinking about what is a shark's looking about. Um, some days I definitely get a vibe out in the water where I, I don't feel comfortable and I'll, I'll be happy just to kind of get on the ski and shoot and then other day I'll feel like a bit more comfortable and um, it does get a little bit more like there's more guys in the water now there's more ski and feels like there's more art around so it, it feels like you can get in and shoot and feel like you're surrounded with 
associated with like capable individuals that can help you if anything goes wrong. But for most of that, I just block it out. I just I don't even think about it. Jeez, I just when I'm out there on the bodyboard, any any shadow, a bit of seaweed that touches me, you're like, that's it, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely have a heightened sense of awareness. Like, I've had the same thing, like you've got to be intrigued and having the bones, like, oh, is that shadow moving or what is that? You know, is that seaweed? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it can. But I, I, I do definitely try and block that out as much as I can. Um, with with the waves that you're shooting, how do you find new waves? Do you use any technology like Google Earth or or, or things like that? Yeah, Google Earth I grab on. Um, if you are searching, I, I've been lucky enough. I've, I've spent some time with some incredible individuals that are you know like not only pioneered the coast but have discovered a lot of the spot that I do shoot. Um, it's just a matter of sometimes whether you're willing to risk like missing a small big one fine tunnel there. Um, and yeah, so a uh, word of mouth and, and getting to know a lot of like OG levels of the um, East West Australian pipeline and tell me all the way. Um, I'll be put on a great crew that I'll be, you know, pine with this stuff for sure. Yeah, I guess sort of. Um touching on like how you find your waves, I was looking at some of your landscape stuff and the lightning photos that you get. How do you, oh, yeah, yeah. How, how do you, how do you capture that? How do you time that? Or is it just sort of like a burst of heaps of photos? What's, how do you do that? Oh, so that, well, lightning shot, there's one, um, we've had a few lightning storms and because like I used to love shooting landscape photos, you know, I kind of learned slow shutter movement with uh, with the landscape photo, but then also timing with a certain photo. So setting up and being that's why I think that works. Uh, in work well in unison because you your technique in certain surroundings comes up to a level where you're confident in your ability behind the camera. And you're like. All right, this scene is changing quickly. I need to adapt with the scene. And so, a lot of those um, lighting photos, I know there's a couple that are at 10 to 15 second exposure, whereas there's a couple where I've used filters. Um, so, like, you slide in a filter fully in the front of your lens and shoot for maybe four or five seconds. And, and sometimes it's just luck. Yeah. <laughs> I think mean, that's me. You know, like, it, you do get lucky in my own. I've definitely been lucky, but then it's also like a combination of luck and um, knowing what you're <laughs> Yeah, being capable yeah. of camera and, you know, in a, in a changing scenario. Yeah. Now that I often wonder that because I've seen, I've been here at home and I've seen lightning storms bust out the old iPhone trying to capture a, <laughs> a lightning strike and just between yeah, you and me doesn't work. Say, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> iPhone 10 come at you. Just the lightning shots. Epic. Epic. I'd say um, 
non-surf related. You've been to Iceland. I've been to Iceland. I think you've been to Norway as well, and I have. Um, how amazing is uh, witnessing the Northern Lights? Oh, that was one of my incredible experiences. I've been lucky enough to play a few times there. I did some trips to Iceland. I got to see it both times when I was there, and then uh, I got to see it in Norway as well. I keep getting to as well, which is pretty awesome getting to show it. It's like, it's weird, like, you, you, you know how it might be here in WA. It's, it's quite flat. You know, we're blessed with, like, crazy, beautiful beaches. But then when you go to these spots in, you know, Iceland, Norway, there's mountains with snow and ever-changing landscapes. It, it's, like, it, it's really hard to put in the word how beautiful it is. And then you get there and you're just like, oh, this is, this is just next level. I mean, to see the sky come alive with northern light, it's something to to behold for sure. It's yeah, it's so good. I remember in Norway, we were there. I think um, sort of start of March, and the sky was clear, so we knew it was probably a good time to yeah to see the northern lights. And it was about minus five, minus ten, but it felt colder. There was a bit of wind, and we were just out there for about six hours, just yeah. witnessing. I had the GoPro out and put on that, um, what is it, like the long shot of the 30-second sort of um, thing, and I got a couple of good photos, but my wife with her camera, she got some better ones. It was just, yeah, so amazing. We were there for so long, but it just, yeah, it's so cool. Because we get not here in WA, but like more south, Aurora Australis, yeah. right? Boralis. Oh, have you seen it here as well? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it along our coastline, but it's definitely um, be happy to see it one day. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe in Tasmania or something like that, you might be able to. Yeah, New I think, Zealand. Yeah, I think Tasmania is known for it. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's a bit, bit closer than heading up to Norway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird because I think on the Dunamite, like it doesn't really come off the horizon, like seen on the horizon, but then when you go to like Norway and Iceland, like I mean, northern countries, it like dances to the sky. Like you look up and it's just the whole sky comes alive with the colour that it's, yeah, really, really incredible. You do uh, like igloo camping there, right, where they've got the glass or the clear um, igloos that you sleep in and you can see the northern lights. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, I've seen that. That would be pretty excellent, I think, yeah. It's so cold, though. Like, I remember the first time we went to Norway. It was, uh, the very first time, first day we were there, it was minus 24. Far out. I remember walking outside and just thinking, I, I remember this kind of life. My beard froze like it was... It's hard to talk as well, isn't it? Like, it almost feels like you've had about five or six beers quickly. You just sort of, you you can't talk, you're slow. Yeah, it's like your body's shutting down. You definitely need to get in the head pretty quickly. And I was pretty wrapped up, but yeah, yeah, it's a whole new level of cold that I've never Have you got any um, travel plans for for the rest of the year or next year? Uh, just I've got just the one trip. I've got a, uh, my first international exhibition coming up in Feb next year, which I'm up to Dubai. Um, so I'm going to spend a, a couple of days in Dubai with my wife and a 
and the kids at home for that one. And um, yeah, so we've got, I get to do that, which is pretty cool. I haven't, I mean, to COVID, I haven't been able to, we haven't travelled, so it's going to be interesting to go on the plane again. Yeah, that'll be awesome. There, how did that come about? Uh, believe it or not, it was through the old social media. I know Instagram that one. I had this guy who had just followed my work. I had just been sharing my work through social media channels, like Instagram and all that. He said, Yeah, because I've been following the work for years. Like, he organised this big event, um, sort of exposure. Extra, uh, exhibition in, and I, I thought it was a bit of a, I thought it was a scam at first. I'm like, oh, this don't take the kids here, like, what are we in for? But then, he's like, I'll send you all the details, he'd send you all the details, and we put it all through, and I'm like, this is legit. And then, as a developer, we looked through it, and I'm like, oh, this is actually legit. So, <laughs> yeah, and I was supposed to go through COVID, like, um, I was due to go in Japan uh, in 2020. And as you know, like the world started, I think, um, COVID, I was thinking off in January. And then the world was shut down by the time I was supposed to go. And so uh, they put me on the back burner. And I didn't know if I'd ever get the call up again. And then the following year, they told me about the come that I gave instructions for the place or traveling. And then um, I didn't, after that was it. And then he hit me up this year and he's like, oh, I'm still, I'm still going to be like, I'd be, um, I'd be bored and then we can to know. And so, yeah, it's a head to Dubai and do my first international exhibition. So I'm pretty excited. That's awesome. That's so good. You won't have to worry about it being yeah. minus 24 there. <laughs> Just be hot as, yeah, won't yeah, it? Yeah, so a little, little bit warmer there. But, um, I think from there we, we might head. I'd actually like to head to like Switzerland or like kind of, I was just talking about it with my wife before, trying to figure out like extending the trip a little bit and going uh, to Switzerland uh, or like do the Swiss French and Italian Alps or head over to Morocco or something like that and see what that's about. But yeah, we'll take it to the coast now. That's fun. That sounds awesome. Um, I know you're super busy. Um, so we, Ben's actually got a what would you rather, um, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll go, we'll go for a bit of a PG-13 one. <laughs> I get to ask one that you ask. All right, fair enough. That, that's, yeah, square deal. All right. So here we go. So we go, would you rather lose all of your old memories or never be able to make new memories? Oh. Wow. Oh, I'd probably lose all my old ones because I've got kids now, so I still want to have the memories of them. Like, I'm, I, my kids are still young enough that I could get away with, you know, having a good memory bank their lives. And so I think I'd stick with, I'd lose my old ones because I love them. It's me doing my own thing. So, yeah, I'd. Oh, actually, that's a hectic one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, when I put it down, I thought, that's not going to, you know, that's actually pretty pretty deep. <laughs> Usually it's, you know, I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually it's like, would you like dick for fingers or something like that? <laughs> no, no, no. Would you, uh, would you rather have finger length nipples or nipple length fingers? <laughs> 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 oh, the nipple length fingers would be weird. I think. I think. <laughs> you can't, you can't lose it. No, no. I was just. I'd probably go the finger length nipples, probably. Yeah, I think that'd be much yeah. easier to deal with every day. Like, just tape, yeah, tape yeah. them down, maybe. <laughs> tape them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I reckon that's a good Yeah, it's a tough one, like you think, um, when your kids were born and wedding and things like that in the past, like, and you think, yeah, that watching your kids grow up and adventures and all the things that could happen in the future. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jeez. I'd probably lose, yeah, I think I'd lose the old memory and put that again. I mean, I'd lose the old memory anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably be the same, you Ben. Yeah, I was thinking no, I'd probably yeah, lose the old memories and yeah, start start afresh, perhaps. Start afresh. Yeah. But how many times would your friends come up to you and be like, God, do you remember that time you did this? And you're like, Oh my god, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I do that now. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, true. Thanks so much for joining us. For people listening, um, where's the best place for them to follow your work? Uh, I try and, I've been a bit lazy, but I definitely keep up on, I try and keep up on your social media and Thanks heaps. Have a good evening and um, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thanks, lad. Have a good one. Thanks, Andrew. It was nice to chat to you, mate. Bye. See ya. Epic chat. Yeah. Just the lifestyle, you know, people who do this sort of stuff, floating around the ocean, get towed out and just taking photos of those waves. Just, And then you can look at, you know, go to work and sit behind a keyboard. <laughs> such a different oh, such a comparison. Oh, so comparison. So It's so different and just... Yeah having to be like he'd have to be at the right time at the right yeah. moment type no oh, well, no wait what am i saying the right time right place right time yeah exactly yeah um have the right equipment and yeah it's awesome very talented yeah for sure so should we do a wake-up scenario i believe it's your turn are you sure i thought you were doing the wake-ups yeah <laughs> yeah it's my turn that that i did know so wake up scenario then blend then guess the movie guess the movie and what else do we have we had great uh, gets our goat. Did you do any gets your uh, goat? I had some really. Petty, I had some real petty shit today because I was just trying to think about it, <laughs> like just the things that grates everyone's goats. 
So click, what does? Clickbait and oh, yeah, the news yeah. and stuff. But then I thought physics. Physics grates my goat sometimes, Albert. Wow, we're getting really well, just smart, aren't we? Well, you know, when you're particularly you're in a bad mood or something's not going well and then like let's say you drop a coin and somehow it manages to stay upright and roll in this perfect <laughs> arc and then it just like goes underneath the fridge that there's no way that it could ever happen if, if even if you didn't try it like those sorts of things yeah and that to me makes me think we're in a simulation because some nerd sitting there on the computer going i'm gonna fuck out this day today <laughs> with this coin he's running late for work and i'm gonna make him drop his id and it's gonna slide under like a, a place that it shouldn't do. It is funny. Or your keys. Your keys fall, fall out, oh. out of your pocket in your car and then they end up going in between a little gap perfectly. Yeah. It's weird. When things go wrong, they go really wrong. When things yeah. go right, it's almost... You just don't yeah, notice. Have you ever had the keys where the key somehow managed to get through the key ring and it's like wedged under there perfectly and you don't know how it got in there and you can't pull it out and it's just stuck? Yeah. That's yeah. How, like, how? How? Like, how does that... How, how do cords get knotted up as much as they do? <laughs> like oh, earphones, earphones, any cable like it's weird. Yeah, you'd you'd untangle it, you'd you'd wear them, yeah. then you put them down, you come back a few days later, and they're all tangled. It's like yeah. someone's it's messing with simulation you. theory. We're in a simulation, and people are fucking with us. We're hamsters <laughs> in a hamster wheel. So that you're, you're outraged. I'm outraged at physics. Albert Einstein has a lot to explain. All right, would you uh, wake up scenario? Yeah. So what's your one? I think my one last week was maybe didn't really allow for much conversation. Okay. Mine, I think, I, I did actually two, but uh, we'll do, I think I've got one favourite one. Yep. All right, so here we go. You wake up and you're an executioner in the dark ages. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. you're about to chop someone's head off what do you do that's a tough one yeah because i'm really not for violence at all so you're like mid-swing you've got the hood on everything i can barely kill a cockroach yeah (laughs) killing a human mid-swing so you just you come to and the axe is raised and they're people yelling get him get him him, cut his head off maybe i quickly go what did he do again? <laughs> <laughs> what did this guy do? Yeah. He's like, oh, he he's, probably stole a loaf of bread. He, dark yeah, ages, he stole yeah. bread and he stole an apple. Yeah, um, trying to feed his family. Then I would sort of maybe go, what happens if I don't do it? Am I the one that's going to be... Executed yeah. as well, yeah. Because I guess if you're going to be executed, unfortunately, you're going to have to go through with it. Yeah. Because I'd probably, the first thing is ask, sorry, what did he do again? <laughs> Uh, what am I doing with this? And then... So it's the Dark Ages, so they don't necessarily speak like actual English as well. It's like the old English. Doesn't. Which is similar to German, which I can speak. Yeah. So probably advan- advantage for me yeah. rather than your... You'd say I love them. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You'd yeah. say in German. You, yeah. yeah, you know that phrase. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, I'd probably quickly ask a couple of questions if I could and if I understood. Yeah. Them and then make a call. Like this person has killed numerous people. Mm. Or raped and pillaged and all you that, I guess. Cut their head off? If, it's, if it's me or him, yeah. yeah okay. Unfortunately, you? Yeah. I would not hesitate. <laughs> you would? <laughs> I would. I would be like, next, next. <laughs> now, if you wanted to get out of it, I was thinking about it. You could just pretend like you're halfway through your swing. You're like, oh, my, oh, my back. Dos back is aching. <laughs> and then you have to put the axe down. Dos back. <laughs> yeah. Where did that come? Two back. So <laughs> dos, dos is it? Dos. 
<laughs> Doth protest too much. <laughs> uh, so you could like maybe pretend that to stop the act. Like, oh, I can't. Sorry, yeah, guys. That is a good thing. Or try and, and then miss it. And then, yeah, yeah, obviously. But if you miss it, then you'll be like, all right, take another swing there. But you miss it and you pretend to overexert yourself. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you're exactly. out. Yeah, you're so out. That was how I thought I could get out of it. But also, it might be kind of nice to cut someone's head off. <laughs> I think that would scar you. I think you'd have. Yeah, pro- you probably you'd oh. just wake up. But then you've got to finish. I don't know. How, I don't know what they're are they like. They're like the rock stars of the Dark Ages executions. They go back to their pad. They've got like maidens akimbo just like... Feeding them grapes. Feeding them grapes and... Or, With yeah, a feather over them. And now you've just lost your high-paying decapitation job because you didn't want to go through with it. So you're a peasant? Yeah. Then you have to try and start some sort of medieval OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my one. The, the other one I had, I don't know if I want to answer. We can I can answer. save it. Save it? All right. Save it. Cool. All right. Shall we blend some stuff? Shall we blend? Yeah. So do you, what I have, would you like to know? Tell me. Or unless you want to keep it a secret. Don't surprise me. How much breast milk is it this time? Nah, it's um, it's a litre of breast milk. Cool. And it's some... Um, Dominican did look tired the other day. It is Oreos, mustard and milk. Really? Yeah. What sort of mustard? Hot English mustard or... American. American mustard. Yeah. This is going to suck. Let's see. Okay. All right. <laughs> So Ben, we have our Oreos, mustard and milk blend. Let's see if we can drink it. It's so weird that you've come up with this. It actually smells okay. And? It's both disgusting and nice at the same time, I guess. (laughs) Like at first the mustard comes and gets you, but then the Oreos come afterwards. I don't know. I think it's not that bad. It's not that bad. The more you drink, it's weird, isn't the it? The less mustard you get. Yeah. I think it definitely could benefit with some ice cream and less mustard. <laughs> yeah. So not as bad as what we probably thought. <laughs> it's not. It's not as bad. No. <laughs> Am I weird? Because I thought last week was pretty good, and I'm thinking this week is not bad. <laughs> no, last week was okay, but like we said, it definitely it would have been fine if you were went to a restaurant not an Indian restaurant a Mexican restaurant and they, it was one of the dips that they give you to dip your quesadillas in or something like that yeah. um, definitely not as a drink next week is going to be A1 I think it's yeah. going to be one of the ones where we go wow thank you Jesus for inventing these items <laughs> <laughs> so alright so so what have we got to end the show we've got we still have a guest the movie yep uh, what have we got? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Cool. What do you think about Ned Kelly? Uh, I don't... don't think, you don't think about Ned Kelly? <laughs> Not that much. I don't okay. know a great deal about him. Just the basics. I just listened to a podcast about Ned Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to elaborate on that? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was pretty interesting. Like, some people think he's a hero. Some people think he's a villain. Mm-hmm. I think he's a bit of both. Um, probably most mostly villain. I did learn something though. What? So, what do you think Ned Kelly's last words were? Have you ever heard? There's some famous words that I think everybody thinks or attributes to Ned Kelly. Lived a good life. No, not quite. It was such his life. Have you heard that before? Yeah. yeah. I did learn that. That's fake. That's not true. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So apparently he tried, he started to say, well, I suppose, and I think the hangman put the noose around his neck and then he didn't get to say anything else really. So it was like a half a, half a sentence. Well, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, people. Wow. Thanks, Ben. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it was just one thing on my, my list of things to do. Great so we've got guest movies. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, go on. Did you get hacked? Did you get your... Op- we spoke about this? I got I got done. Really? Yeah, I got an email from Optus saying uh, date of birth, postal address, driver's license number, basically everything. So you got an email? Yeah, from Optus. And um, fortunately, I could buy a new driver's license from... There's a Nigerian prince that I get all my gold from. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. All right, let's go. The first one. I'm just going to say... Uh... Did you have mushrooms for breakfast or what? It was beautiful. It beckoned. It sang to me. What sort of bird was it? It was cockatoo. Why cockatoo? Well, cockatoos don't sing, mate. They screech. Well, it sang to me. You were living, you saw a cockatoo. And it's funny. Thank you. You're probably going to get me with this because this is an Australian movie and I don't yeah. like... And I don't watch Australian movies. I can tell Eric Banner's in it. I'm trying to think what movie it is uh is it the nugget oh jesus yeah yes it is it okay is. how you get these without knowing them <laughs> yeah okay well done <laughs> you're yeah i'm a bit annoyed about that <laughs> i thought you wouldn't get it you know what it is one of the few australian movies that i i've seen and that i enjoy yeah. enjoyed yeah yeah it's a good one yep all right hit me hit me okay here we go no it's not that big a fucking deal it's just a job I'm an eating, drinking, shitting fucking Santa Claus. Prove it. Bad Santa? Correct, yes. How, how early did you know? Did you straight away? Yeah. It's a good movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. I don't really like the actor that much. Really bit of a, yeah, I think outside of... Um, I don't think he's a great guy I've seen him yeah he's be, not a great guy he, dick. he does this movie with um, John Cusack called Pushing Tin and mm-hmm. they play air traffic controllers okay. it's pretty good right. yeah right. so anyway this next one I've done it a bit longer okay because I have a feeling it is a little bit tricky for me there I never cared about you or your mother or any of your small ideas for 30 years I've been breathing this air, eating this food, enduring these hardships. And I never once thought about home. I know, Dad. Do you want to hear it one more time? Oh, you can give it to me one more time. I don't think it's going to help. I know, Dad. Was that the last line that was said? For me, there, I never cared about you or your mother or any of your small ideas. For 30 years, I've been breathing this air, eating this food, enduring these hardships. And I never once thought of it at home. I know, Dad. I have no idea about this one. Do you want to know, do you know the actors? No, I don't, I can't determine the actors either. You've stumped me, Albert. I know Dad. Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. No, Jesus. No, I don't know. What is it? Ad Astra. 
Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. Oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah. Here okay. we go. A movie that you haven't seen. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Well you done. Learn something new every day. Hey? There you go. Okay. Is it good? Ad Astra? Yes. Is it sort of Netflix's it's attempt at slow. doing a... Um... No, no. no? It's, it's about three, four years old now, I think. It's it, it's a bit sad. Is it? Well, it well, sounds like his dad's he's dying. Basically, yeah. his dad doesn't care about him. Yeah. He goes, I never thought about you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, good one. <laughs> Uh, I think you'll get this one. I don't know if we've done this one or not. Uh, that looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. There <laughs> <clears throat> uh-huh. oh. we go. Sorry about that. <clears throat> In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today and my tiny little nipples went to France. Is this Bruce Almighty? It is Bruce Almighty. Yeah. <laughs> The tiny little nipples got, got it to you? Yep, I yep. think so. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Is it like Sandy? Is it Grease? <laughs> no. 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 You might have stopped me twice. Rain dance, white chocolate, let it rain. No, what is it? Along came Polly. Oh, really? Yeah, where they're playing basketball. Oh, yeah, okay. It's got um, the guy who died. Philip Seaman Hoffman. Hoffman, yeah. Do you not remember that? Yeah, I remember that scene now, they're playing basketball, and then there's also that where he is so most his face rubs against. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just the way Do you like the movie? Yeah. yeah. You? Yeah, I, th- I think I enjoyed it. So that's got Jennifer Aniston in it as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you didn't get it. Was that too hard? I don't know. Maybe if I listen to it, no. Even if I listen to it again, I probably, probably would. So have bad got at basketball. Is yeah, yeah. He keeps right? yeah saying all these token moves. Uh, I've got this one. I think we may have done before, but right, let's see how we go. Well, if you get three out of three and I get one out of three, that's we're we just going to stop the podcast. <laughs> I mean. There's no reason we need to be shackled by the strictures of the employee-employer relationship. Unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> in which case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I've got them. Are you thinking anything? Can you play that one more time? I will give you one more time. I mean, there's no reason we need to be shackled by the strictures of the employee-employer relationship. Unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> in which case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I've got them. I'll give you a Is that Ben Stiller? Yeah, the actor from this last movie you just, yeah. just had. Yep. Ben Stiller. His wife is in the movie as well. Oh. <laughs> Zoolander. It's, no. Not Zoolander. Um, no. Oh. It's not Starsky and Hutch? It's not Starsky and Hutch. It's another one that's got... Um, Karen McCormick is the name. Is the actress's name. Oh, Dodgeball, is it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're a fan of <laughs> Karen McCormick, are you? <laughs> Dodgeball, I've seen only half. Have you? Of the movie, yeah. That was a pretty good one. That, that came, was good, is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the character Ben Stiller plays is just such a complete tool, but... Yeah. Yeah, he does, he does it well. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That guy, Rip Torn. What a name. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. He's in uh, Freddy Got Fingered as well. Yes, that's dad. Right. Yeah. Uh, well done, Albert. Three out of three. I am impressed. Well, you did give me a bit of a hint. Yeah. It's two and a half out of three. I'm impressed. Yeah. No, that's thanks, very man. Good. No, you're welcome. So, 
We're done. So doing the next podcast tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get this one edited and done tonight and, and sent out. Uh, so next week it's my blend and your beers. Correct. Is that correct? So That's I'll correct. write that down. My blend, your beers. Excellent. Thanks, Ben. No worries. Thank you, Albert. So See you next week. Can I have your car? Sweet. Ah! Curious ramblings. <laughs>